and welcome back to the Hoja Show, bud. Uh, a great day to talk about hockey, as always. Uh, it's always a great day to talk about hockey. I mean, it, I mean, it is. That's why we do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, let's jump right into the results uh, for the games Thursday through yesterday. A uh, lot of upsets. Um, I was pretty upset on Saturday. So, uh, <laughs> well, what, that, was, Nick? that was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, Nick, why don't you get us started with uh, Thursday's games? Yes, sir. So, uh, Thursday here, we had um, a high-scoring game. Um, I guess, sort of the way I seen it, I guess, but not exactly the score I imagined. Um, we had Winnipeg getting blown out by Toronto 3-7. to um, Now, that was in Toronto, so, um, you know, those Maple Leafs and those fans, once you know, once they get a little momentum, especially at home, that's a tough team. They feed off the crowd. Uh, up next, we had the San Jose Sharks losing to the Colorado Avalanche 2-4. to four. Uh, We had the Los Angeles Kings beating Calgary in Calgary 3-2. to two. And last but not least, on Thursday, to start Georgia's terrible weekend, we had Pittsburgh. Oh, no, sorry. I read that wrong. We had Pittsburgh winning on Thursday 4-3 to three at Minnesota. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was. I was trying to make you more upset weekend. than what you were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way we played in the second period, I, I was pretty upset. The worst part was is I forgot, like, I forgot Minnesota's an hour behind me, and so I was like, <laughs> it was in the middle of the second period. I was like, okay, it's nine o'clock. It's got to be the third period. And the period ends. I was like, we hung on. I was like, oh thank God. I was like, wait a minute. They never pulled their goalie. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then finally, <laughs> I realized. I was like, oh, that was the end of the second period. The uh, best part about it was Slade texting us on Friday. Yeah, about, about the, the game, game sending yeah. us pictures, and he's like, "I bet Pittsburgh's going to come back." And then he was like, "Man, I really should have bet that." And George, like, I was sitting there, I knew George was going to come back eventually, but I'm like, "This motherfucker was talking about yesterday's game." Well, I was <laughs> like, I, I really couldn't tell if he was talking shit or if he was just like, didn't realize the game had happened the day before. Well, yeah, when he and first said so it, finally I, I like, texted, I was like, "Listen, are you yeah. fuck with me, or did you not know this <laughs> happened yesterday?" He goes, "Oh." They're just showing it now, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that happened yesterday." Yeah, I definitely thought he was messing with you when he sent the picture. When he was like, "I bet Pittsburgh's gonna come back," I was like, "Oh, he's fucking with him." And then he was like, "Damn, I should have bet." And I was like, "This motherfucker don't know that <laughs> he's watched the whole game." I mean, yeah. been there, done that. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, we only had uh one playoff contender matchup. Uh, we had St. Louis visiting Edmonton. Edmonton gets a huge win, six to five over St. Louis. Um, keeps them in check. Uh, to stay in the top six in the playoffs, but uh, wait, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, two weird teams to watch uh, play hockey. <laughs> and and what a score, six to five. You normally don't see like when one team goes off like that for yeah. over five points. You usually don't see the other team coming every once in a while, but nonetheless, good game to watch, um, especially if you like scoring. Uh, on Saturday, <clears throat> we had this is the game that upset George. We had Pittsburgh. In Colorado, uh, Pittsburgh would end up losing two to three. Uh, a good game if you aren't George or a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Um, we up next we had Minnesota. Listen, it was a it was a great oh, game. Yeah, go ahead. But you can't fucking score and then immediately let them score again thirty seconds later. That was the <laughs> dumb. Like okay, it happened one time. I was like, all right, that was just ridiculous. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it happened twice. We did it twice. We scored and then within thirty seconds we let them score right back. God, and the oh my God, the game-winning goal was less than five minutes in, or five minutes less in the period. So if we would have just, I don't know, played some fucking defense, hey, we could have gone to overtime and got a point. But no, let's let them score thirty seconds later. 
I was so glad I wasn't home when that happened. I literally went for a walk. I was like, I, I just need. To, I didn't even think we were gonna score. And so I was like, okay, I just need to go for a walk, just relax. Like it was a long day already. I was like, just go get a walk in. When the walk's over, we were picking up dinner. I was like, we'll be good to go. No, it just had to piss me off more on my walk. <laughs> Should have taken a longer walk. <laughs> but nonetheless, we had Minnesota at Carolina. Minnesota would end up winning three to one. Uh, we had the Kings at Winnipeg. Uh, the Kings would win three to two. We had St. Louis at Calgary. Uh, they would St. Louis would end up winning six to four. Um, not sure what's going on in Calgary right now, but nonetheless. Uh, then we had last on Saturday, but not least, Dallas at San Jose, and Dallas would end up pulling out the victory in a close one, winning five to four. Yeah, uh, I mean, other than the, the Pittsburgh game, it was a great night of hockey, and then we had the uh, just the final four. It was it was a busy day on Saturday. It was. It was a very exciting sports day on Saturday. It was. Uh, on Sunday, uh, we had two playoff contender matchups. Uh, Vegas beats Vancouver three to two. Um, again, we're going to talk about Vancouver here in a little bit. Uh, I just I have no idea what's going on with that team. Um, they literally. I, I'm going to save it. We're going to save it. I'm going to stop talking. Save. Um, and Minnesota whoops Washington's ass five to one, uh, which you just love to see. Um, love to see it, especially when you bet on it. Love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of betting, and in case you guys didn't know, we'll, I'll plug it real quick here for you, Nick. Uh, every day yes, when Twitter and TikTok, Nick is posting, uh, they're usually just three leg parlays, uh, but he's posting the parlays that he's playing that day. Um, what, where are you right now? We ha- we haven't had uh, all three hit. We we were so close last night. We needed Paul George to score five more points, which again, which is yeah, I will never bet on the NBA again. Um, <laughs> I, I'm close. I'm real close yeah. to not doing it, but I'm I'm low on bet, so it's yeah. hard, but. Uh, I, I believe if you bet individually, we're currently sitting at seven and five. Um, we've gone two and one like every night except for one, which was just a terrible night. We went zero and three that night, but nonetheless, uh, not too bad, especially considering like I said in the first TikTok I made, and I'm pretty sure I said it on Twitter. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Like I'm pretty good at like looking at sports and knowing the teams and being like, okay, I think this could be the outcome, but like I don't sit there and stare at stats like all these people would, you know. So. Seven to five ain't too bad, and, and we're definitely getting it locked in here. So. Yeah. Uh, so moving on with the show here, um, normally we talk about the upcoming games. Uh, tonight we're just going to talk about uh, the standings and what I see in Nick's season, each team, and discuss the, the teams as we get closer to here to playoffs. Uh, every team is now within 15 games uh, to wrap up their season. I think the most is 14. Uh, most teams are at 13. A few teams are at 12. Uh, so we'll talk about, you know, how many games against playoff contenders they have left um, and what we see in each of these teams going into the playoffs, uh, whether they're legit cup contenders uh, or just going to be flashing the pans into the playoffs. Uh, so starting off, as always, we always start in the East because uh, East, I was just, I was going to try and make it rhyme with something, but I'm too stupid for that. Uh, <laughs> so don't, don't strain yourself too much yeah. here. Uh, so starting it off, uh, we have Florida, the first team to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, they locked that in with their win on Sunday. Uh, they have 102 points. Uh, they're currently on a four-game winning streak, which includes a ridiculous comeback Saturday against New Jersey. Um, I, I think they were down like five, and they came back and, and won. Uh, but it, it was they were down a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they are they're they're a team that's building momentum at the right time. 
Um, they were kind of stagnant there for a little bit coming out of the All-Star break. Uh, they would have a really good week and then turn around and be okay. Um, but right now, like I said, winning their last four, uh, they're playing really, really good hockey right now. Uh, I mean, anytime you can let a team go up five or six goals on you and they come back and win, you're doing something right. Um, Jersey or not. Yeah. And so this is definitely a team that I think should be a cup favorite. And I'm not just saying that because they're leading the Eastern points and all those other stuff. Like, but Jimmy, like watching them play right now, um, and they're, they're doing it in early April. Like, it'd be one thing if, like, we're going to talk about Colorado here. I feel like Colorado might have gotten too hot too early. Um, but nonetheless, I, I think Florida is starting to peak at the right time. They're clicking right now, and now we're getting ready to go to playoffs. I think they can honestly make a run towards the finals, um, but we'll have to see. Uh, they will play six playoff contenders in the remaining 13 games. Um, I believe that's one of the lowest totals. So not necessarily an easy schedule because there's no easy nights in hockey. Um, but definitely shouldn't be too beat up heading into the playoffs. Uh, Carolina, on the other hand, uh, sitting at 98 points right now. I feel like they're a team that's struggling to find consistency to finish off the year. Uh, this is a team that was chasing down Colorado. Uh, they beat them at home, or maybe it was on the road. But anyway, they just beat them a few weeks ago, and it looked like, okay, they're going to get up there. They're going to challenge for the President's Cup. Um, but here the last few weeks, they've just really struggled to be consistent and consistently good. Um, they'll come out, and they'll beat playoff teams and you know look really convincing. Okay, hey, this is one of the best teams. And then they'll go out, and they'll lose to a couple bad teams and then a couple pretty decent teams. Um, and a lot of those losses are coming late. Like uh, last week, I believe it was Thursday night, they were leading Tampa Bay 3-2 um, to two late in the third. Tampa Bay tied it and then went into overtime and won it uh, on a power play. Um, so they're putting themselves in good position to win these games, and then they're just faltering late. I, I know we were talking about the Minnesota game when they played Minnesota over the weekend. Um, like the last five minutes, they looked like, a really good hockey team, but by that point they were already down three one. Um so just overall frustrating. Um I lied. Carolina has the lowest amount of playoff teams left that they will or playoff contenders. You did that say they one play. of the lowest, so yeah, okay. We'll count it. We'll um count. they will play four playoff contenders in their last thirteen games. Um so definitely a, a time to get right uh and get your offense figured out and you know get try and get that consistency back heading into the playoffs. Because um, if not, they—I mean—they legitimately could be in trouble, uh, depending on who they pull in the the first round of the uh, the playoffs here. Uh, a team that we were very high on last week, uh, the Rangers, are currently third place uh, in the East, uh, second in the Metro with 94 points. Uh, they have won a lot of big games. They, you know, beat Pittsburgh in two uh, two game series, um, beat a few other teams, but it's weird. They'll do that, and then they'll turn around and play bottom-tier teams like Philly or Montreal and then suck and then get their ass beat. And it's so confusing for me to watch that happen. And listen, I understand, like I, like I just said, there's no easy games in hockey, and you need to go out there and you need to give your, your A-plus effort every night. And But just seeing it happen regularly as much as it does, it makes me worry about their focus. Like, hey, maybe they are focused on the playoffs, uh, or they only care about beating the good teams for, you know, to boost their confidence going to the playoffs and all this other stuff. Um, but overall, that just worries me going into the playoffs. And that's really my only worry with this team is just their lack of consistency against, you know, a 
a bad team per se. So like, let's just say they they make it out of the first round, and somehow they end up playing like a wild card team. They might take that team lightly and then just get smacked. And a team that was, you know, highly regarded to make a, a Stanley Cup run, um, is out in the second round because they 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 took a a wild card team lightly. Um, yeah, definitely. And they they have a really good, well rounded team. Shesterkin, like we've said so many times. They're one, he's one of the best goalies, and he will stop a lot of pucks. Um, like I said, that's just my main concern with them. Um, they will play six playoff contenders in their last 12 games, uh, so 50% of those games. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if they those other six teams, if they you know fuck around and find out, they could see themselves fall down you know, and lose home ice advantage over Pittsburgh uh, or whoever it ends up being the, the three seed in the Metro. Uh, moving on, a, a team that has played better and better the last few weeks, especially with their star goalies return, uh, is Toronto. They're sitting at 93 points right now. Um, in my mind, they need to stay, or they need Tampa Bay to stay ahead of Boston. Um, and listen, I, I think either way, yeah, Tampa's going to struggle with who they play in the first round. But I feel like when they play Boston, Boston just lives in their head rent for a year round. Uh, and if they get them first round of the playoffs, and even if they go up 3-1, they're going to be like, oh, shit, here we go again. Like, we're going to lose to Boston, um, and then the playoffs are going to be over first round. So I feel like mentally for them, if they want to give themselves the best shot in the playoffs, they need Tampa Bay, or even themselves if Tampa Bay jumps them. Uh, but they need Boston to stay in the wild card. And, and have to go play Florida first or um, Carolina, whoever. Um, but other than that, I, I feel like this team is playing really, really well right now. Um, they've gotten a lot better. And like I said, Jack Campbell coming back helps them out tremendously. Um, they have four straight wins right now. Uh, three of those have come over playoff contenders in Florida, Boston, and Winnipeg. Um, so, again, a team that's getting hot at the right time. I don't know if they're a complete full team that can make a like a, a finals run. Um, if this team gets lucky, you know, I think they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but again, hey, they're getting hot at the right time. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, they will have need to up their defense <clears throat> going into the postseason. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what was that score we just talked about? Um, Seven three. I mean. When you have Austin Matthews on your team and he's he's already over fifty goals, I think he's pushing damn near sixty now. Um, or no, I think he just got fifty. Um, but either way, uh, you know you have one of the leading scorers. But yeah, that that's Jack Campbell will only take you so far. Um, you, you need to you need to have a solid defense in front of him, and yeah, you can have a great goalie, but if he's yeah. sitting on one side of the net and somebody's wide open on the other side and he can't defend that, you know. You can only be so damn good in goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, sticking with the Atlantic Division, uh, we have Tampa Bay sitting at ninety-three points right now as well. Um, a team that can be really good. Um, and you know they're back-to-back Stanley Cup champions for a reason. Um, but they seem to just struggle at the weirdest times and against the weirdest teams. Um, like I said, they just had a comeback win against Carolina, but they have a couple ugly losses on, on their on their record here the past few weeks. Um, and just a team that I really don't know what to make of. Uh, again, they could be like New York and 
listen, we'll we'll play the best teams like with their heart and soul and leave it all out there on the ice. And then they'll play a team like Montreal and, you know, get beat in in overtime. Um I don't know. Again, I just worry if that's how they're playing in the regular season, if they get to the postseason and somehow they get to the second round and they get a wild card team out of nowhere, are they gonna take them lightly or, or I don't know. Uh again, same as New York. That's just my probably my biggest concern is just their consistency yeah. against lesser teams. I don't want to call them bad yeah. teams because but And as we get into these bottom teams in the Eastern Conference, like you'll hear like we just talked or I'm not sure if you mentioned it with them or not yet, to be honest with you, but eight of their last fourteen against playoff contenders and these bottom teams Luckily for them, nobody is in the hunt outside of the wild card position because most of these bottom teams have a decent amount of uh, playoff contenders in their last games. So it's going to be this. This might be a game, or it's not might. It's going to be who wants it more in the in the bottom of this Eastern Conference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the last team in the top six, uh, we have Pittsburgh sitting at ninety two points. Uh, they have lost four of the last six. It has been really frustrating to watch. Um, you somehow squeaked one out over the wild, but other than that, we've lost to Buffalo, New York, uh, and now Colorado. We have a game against Colorado on Tuesday. Um, their biggest issue to me watching them every night is, um, their drive. Like they'll come out firing some of these games and like, you're like, oh damn, this is the team that can compete with Carolina, with Florida and even Colorado on a, on a good day. I mean, we saw it on Saturday. For the most part, they looked really good against Colorado. I mean, a couple ugly bounces, and then here Colorado's up one nothing, and then we're trying to play catch-up, and then we tie it, and then we give up a goal right away, and then we tie it, and then we give up another goal right away. Um, but they're, like the, the New York game, we came out firing in the first period. We went in one nothing into the first intermission. Second period, New York just skated up and down the ice, just ran us over. And then the first half of the third period too. Here we go to the last five minutes of the third period. And that was the best Penguins hockey I think I've, I've seen, you know, in weeks. We were flying around. We were we were throwing our body around. I keep saying we, like I'm out there doing this. I broke my leg skating. Um, but anyway, like it, when they want to, they can be one of the best teams. And it's just frustrating to watch them. But yeah, they will play seven playoff contenders in their 12 remaining games. Uh, into the two... Uh, wild card teams. Uh, we have Boston at 91 points, uh, so only two points back of Tampa Bay. Uh, again, another team that is surging at the right time. Uh, they've played really well here. It just seems like no matter what they do, they can't get past Tampa or Toronto in the standings. Uh, every time they're they're tied with one of them, uh, they have an, not an ugly loss, but they they just seem to falter at the wrong time, and then whoever they're tied with uh, gets a big win. Um, I think they, so they've only played Florida twice from what I've seen this year so far. They're one and one against them, uh, but they were early season games. They play them one more time this year. Um, in my mind, you don't want to play Florida first round, even if, you know, they have a, a winning record. Um, you want to get past Florida. So they really need to, uh, you know, find whatever that missing link is. I don't even think it's a missing link. I just think it's bad luck. Um, and get themselves above Tampa or Toronto in the standings. Um, and their last nine games, um, or, excuse me, they have 14 games left. Nine of those will be, be against playoff contenders, so definitely not an easy road 
um, to try Luckily and... Luckily for them, they got seven points on a struggling Washington team, so... Yeah. Um, of course, if I'm them, I don't, I don't know. That Carolina, if Carolina can, you know, figure out what the hell's going on over there, I don't want to play Carolina first round either, so... Yeah, no. Um, if I'm them, I, like you said, I want to get up in, into that top six. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and speaking of Washington, they have 84 points right now. Um... I think this is a team that's uh, locked in for a, a first-round sweep, uh, whoever they play, whether it be Carolina or Florida. Um, they just don't seem to be able to find any momentum. Uh, they just got smacked by Minnesota the other night. Um, I, don't, I think they're on a, like a small losing streak here now, too. I don't know. I just I, I see a team that's like if somebody was able to be behind them and pressure them like Columbus or the Islanders, like I honestly think they would probably crumble, but I, they have such a big cushion at this point. I, I think they're just riding that until we get to the playoffs. Um, I don't. I just don't see like any. I don't want to say heart because that's that's not the right word, but um, I don't. I just don't see like a, a fire under this team like I do some of the other playoff teams. Um, like normally at this point in the season going in, like you want to be making a statement, you want to be, have a couple big wins, things like that. I just don't see. Any of that coming from Washington right now? Uh, they have 13 games left, and eight of them are going to be against playoff contenders. Um, so I mean, now's the time to put up or shut up and prove if you are capable of making, you know, a, a, a couple playoff wins, maybe win a round uh, or two. But I don't. I just don't see it happening. Um, like I said, I think they're going to get swept first round. But uh, who knows? Weirder things have happened in the game of hockey. Yeah, it definitely seems like they almost know where their place is in the Eastern Conference, and they're like, yeah, we're not good enough to, you know, do this. Like, that's just, when I watch them play, that's the vibe that I get from them. Like, they know where they belong, and they're currently sitting where they belong, and they're, like, con- content, I guess, is the word I'm looking for here. <clears throat> but, nonetheless, um, over into the Western Conference, uh, we have, up first, the Colorado Avalanche sitting at 104 points. Um, definitely one of the best teams in the NHL. And Darcy, I believe it's Kemper. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, Kemper. Uh, he's been lights out all year in goal. Uh, the concern for this team is if the team is too hot too soon um, and if they can sustain the success throughout the playoffs. Um, George talked about it, you know, had a lot of early season success. Obviously, they've carried that success on throughout the season but sometimes when you um when you put that much heart that much effort and look that good in the regular season sometimes it's hard to manifest that and continue that into the playoffs Um, especially when you're facing the same team you know multiple games in a row they can game plan for you so we'll see how they finish the season off here Um, hopefully for them they can keep that going continue to look like arguably one of the best if not the best teams in the nhl um, and they have 11 games out of 13 left that are against playoff contenders. So we're about to find out how they're going to look in the playoffs because it's going to look like they're playing in the playoffs. Um, sitting in second place, we currently have the Minnesota Wild at 91 points. Finally jumped the Calgary Flames. This team is hot. Um, the hottest team since the trade deadline, winning nine out of their last 10. Their only loss was an overtime loss to Pittsburgh at home. 10 of their last 14 games are against playoff contenders, so we'll get to see what they're made of. I think um, while I, while 13 points in 14 games is a lot to catch up, 
uh, as far as chasing Colorado. I think they're going to give it their best effort. I don't think they're going to get there um, and get the President's Cup, but they're going to make sure that the rest of the league knows who they are and how hot they are going into the playoffs. And kind of like some of the Eastern Conference teams, they're doing it at the right time. So um, I, my team is eliminated for, from the playoffs at this point. And if I'm going to root for any team on this side of the bracket, honestly, Minnesota is my team to watch right now. They're so exciting. Um, and they don't screw me over when I bet on them. So like that. <laughs> Uh, sitting in third, falling down a bit, we have the Calgary Flames sitting at 89 points. Um, this was a team that, that at one point was the hottest. I believe they had won 10 in a row at one point. Um, they have gone through a bit of a cool down since then. They've lost their last three and four out of their last six. But they do have a top tier off offense. They can score goals. Their goaltending and their defense definitely is going to need to be on point. If they want to make a deep playoff run, they're going to face some teams. Um, that definitely can score goals, and they're going to need to be able to stop them because while their offense is top tier, it's not necessarily one of those, you know, put up six-plus goals every night top tier offenses. It's very efficient. It's very good at what it does. Um, you know, they move the puck well. They look good. But if their defense is giving up five goals a night, you know, they're, they're going to struggle here in the playoffs. Uh, and they have 14 games remaining, and eight of those are against uh, playoff contenders. Sitting in fourth at 86 points, we have the St. Louis Blues. Uh, this is <laughs> the, the Katy Perry of the NF NHL right now. Um, we've talked about some teams winning some games against good teams and losing, but when it comes to St. Louis, they definitely are one of those teams, hot one minute, cold the next, and not just they, – they don't seem to be like, like – lukewarm and, and sort of cold they're absolutely flaming hot one minute and in the freezer the next minute um and this is a team that can piece together parts that can make a deep playoff run um, they just got to find a little consistency if they can play even if they can play at you know 90 percent of their ceiling that's still going to get them pretty far they've shown that that they can play up there with the top teams in the league uh and they have 14 games remaining, seven of those against playoff contenders, so definitely a little easier compared to some of the other uh, top teams in the West. Up next, we have the Los Angeles Kings sitting at 86 points. Uh, their seven-minute rebuild is over, um, and hopefully they can get some more players back from the IR before the playoffs, um, including their leader, Drew Doughty. Um, definitely, you know, they're looking to put up a respectful run in the postseason. They won... I've, Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they won the Stanley Cup. Sixteen? No. I don't know how to. Fourteen. Okay. I was a little. I was a little. Uh, not quite back far. You said so. sixteen. I was, I was like, I know the Penguins yeah. won in sixteen, so I know that's. Not oh, right. that's fair. Yeah, hundred percent fair. I should have known that because I knew that the Penguins won in sixteen. But nonetheless, um, definitely looking to get back there. I'm sure. Um, they've had their ups and downs this season, but they've faced a lot of injuries, like I just said. Um, and five out of their last 11 games are against playoff contenders. So they have a little bit of room um, to, to, you know, to wiggle with here. Again, I believe that's the easiest in the Western Conference remaining schedule. Yeah, looks like it. So uh, definitely, you know, can separate from the bottom of the pack a little bit and maybe possibly make a little run uh, for, towards some of those teams in the top. 
Uh, right behind them in the sixth and final spot, we have the Edmonton Oilers at 85 points. Another one of those teams with a great offense. Uh, obviously, no surprise with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Um, but a lack of defense and goaltending has them headed, in my opinion, for a first-round exit. Um, they have 12 games left. Nine of those are against playoff contenders. And if they can't get that defense and goaltending buttoned up a little bit, uh, those last 12 games and whoever, whatever game, however many games they happen to play in the first round of the playoffs is not going to be pretty. Sitting in the first wild card spot, we currently have Nashville. They've kind of been chilling there, um, not necessarily moving up or down recently. And this was a team that I was I was high on there for a little bit, but that faded away pretty quickly. They're currently sitting at 82 points. Um, it was a team that didn't improve or decline at the trade deadline, which has kind of been the story of their season. Um, you know, they're just kind of hanging around, waiting for an inevitable first round exit. Uh, if they don't end up falling out of the wild card, because uh, 10 of their last 14 games are against playoff contenders, which I believe is one of the most, if not the most. Um, and when you're sitting, you know, right in the wild card uh, spot, you know, with no sort of lead, that is not the type of schedule you want to have to finish the season off. And currently sitting in the last wild card spot, although this will probably change 10 times before the end of the season. We have the Vegas Golden Knights at 82 points. This is a team that, for now, stopped their free fall. Um, they've won their last five games. Uh, you know, they definitely need to continue this run if they want to keep themselves in the playoffs. Uh, I believe Dallas has three or four games on them um, as far as in hand. So definitely, you know, they want to stay where they're at keep winning games. Um, seven of their last 11 are against playoff contenders. So not an easy schedule to finish out, but the team has started to look a little better. So hopefully for their sake, they can maintain that. I don't want to see it. Um, I, I believe they haven't missed the playoffs since they've been a team. So it'd be nice to bring them down a peg. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm also a little salty because they beat us twice in a row, but whatever. Um, right behind them, and flip-flopping with them over the past couple weeks, we have Dallas at 81 points. This is a team that refuses to die, um, and they haven't been more than three points out of the wild card race. They've won five out of their last seven. Uh, they just seem destined to stay on the outside looking in, uh, especially after not really doing anything at the trade deadline. Um, seven games of their last 14 against playoff contenders. It's not going to be an easy stretch for them. Uh, they're going to have to play their heart out, and even if they do, they're going to spend so much energy trying to make it into the playoffs that they're going to end up facing Colorado, and this is not a team that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Colorado and win. Um, possibly, they they might possibly get swept, and that's a very strong possibility. Um, right behind them, we have the Winnipeg Jets at 76 points. <clears throat> This is a team that I don't really know what to make of them. Um, they don't have a high-powered offense, and whenever it seems like they're building momentum, their defense crumbles and all that momentum is gone. Um, at this point, I expect them to stay on the outside looking in um, unless Dallas completely falls apart by some miracle and they end up, Winnipeg ends up catching some fire. Seven of their last 12 games are against playoff contenders, so well, it's not necessarily the most difficult path. Um, 
being down like they are, especially when the two teams ahead of you are fighting their asses off uh, to stay in there or to stay in um, contention does not look good for Winnipeg. And last but not least, we have the Vancouver Canucks at 74 points. Um, this is a team that beat Colorado March 23rd, but then lost two straight to St. Louis last week and an overtime to aim to Vegas on Sunday. They're obviously going to need a miracle and their offense to show up if they even want a chance to make the playoffs. Again, I don't know how much these teams want to fight to get into the playoffs, especially in that last wild card spot because you're looking to face Colorado round one, and uh, none of these teams down here, I think, are fit to be playing Colorado, but hockey's hockey. We've seen crazier shit happen. Um, seven of their last 12 games are against playoff contenders, so again, not necessarily an easy path, but could be worse. Um, I, I don't see it happening, but the great thing about hockey is you never know what can happen on a day-to-day basis. Ain't that the damn truth? Um, the damn truth. Yeah, I mean, the, the wild card race in the Western Conference is definitely a little bit more exciting uh, than the East, considering there's nobody else in the East. Um, but it's more I, exciting because there's actually competition. But if you when you see the teams in it and like how they're playing right now, yeah. it's like ugh. Um, <laughs> my my prediction uh, for the I know we talked about this the other week. I think for the West, I think everything. Will, and I don't know if I said this the other week or not. I think the six teams right now, or eight teams right now, are going to say the same. Uh, if Vegas keeps playing like this, I, I think they pass Edmonton, and Edmonton goes <laughs> down to the water card. Um, but at the same time, it will be interesting to see if if the Kings can, you know, keep this ragtag group together in a float like this. Um, and if not, they might drop down into the wild card. Uh, but at the end of the day, like I, I just don't see Dallas being able to do enough. Um. You know, we, we labeled them as a team that refused to die. Um, but they just seem destined. Like, I, I, don't, I just don't see their luck turning around where they, they can, um, you know, get into the playoffs here. But we'll, we'll see. I, I think uh, at this point, if it's between Dallas and Vegas, Vegas gets in. If it's between Dallas and Nashville, I think Dallas has a better shot. Yeah. I, as I, much as I don't yeah, want to I, say that. I would say that's fair. Yeah. I would say that's fair. Um. Hell, maybe even Edmonton with, you know, <laughs> nine of their last 12 being against playoff contenders. It, it's possible. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but that will just about do our show for this week. Uh, we will be back on Thursday again, uh, and we will have more hockey uh, to talk about with you guys. Um, oh, fuck yeah, more hockey pod. <laughs> don't forget to check out the other shows. Um, go, go check out the merch store where we have it. We're getting ready to revamp that. A uh, bunch of fun stuff on the way. We have our YouTube channel coming. We have our TikTok, like we said, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Do you got anything, Nick? Uh, I feel like mentioning Instagram is, I don't know. The Instagram's yeah. not very exciting. Yeah, I don't know who's in charge of that, but they're doing a really good job. I'm really not sure. We kind of lost track of it. I don't even know if we post in it, to be honest with you. But nonetheless, um, probably because like, I don't really use Instagram that much because the amount of bots on it are terrible. But yeah. nonetheless... Go follow it. You might see us post some stuff on there. Hell, maybe stuff's already being posted on there. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, so that, that'll that just about do it. Um, and as we do on every Monday, uh, we will leave you with one of our favorite NHL moments. Uh, this is a personal request from Nick. Uh, yes, sir. He wanted the Milan Lucic hit on Mike Van Rooyen. 
um, where he put him through the glass. Uh, this happened on October 23rd, 2008. Uh, so enjoy the sights and sounds. Well, we can't see it. Enjoy the sounds of somebody getting enjoy put, the sounds. Yeah, put through the glass. Uh, also, we have a brand new theme song. Uh, that'll be, well, I mean, you already heard it. That'll be at the intro. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you thought of that. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Yes, sir. See you, everybody. On the power play, David Krejci going into the corner. But, oh, there goes a pane of glass on a gigantic Lucic hit. Mike Van Ryan on the receiving end of that, and that'll make every highlight reel for about a decade. Second huge hit in this hockey game tonight, delivered by the Boston Bruins. Period number one, it was Dennis Weidman on Matt Stage, and now Milan Lucic on Mike Van Ryan. And Ryan trying to handle that puck along the boards, and you can see him, Jack. He's bracing for the hit. He knows it's coming. He moves the puck. He knows he has to pay a price to get this puck out of his own zone. He braces for the hit, but sometimes it doesn't matter. And you need to stay within the rules. And Lucic elbows down. Stick up in the air a little bit, but there was no contact with his stick with Van Ryan. Can you say that three times fast? No. <laughs> I could barely say it once. Sharp, spiky. Shards. Right. There it is. Curb lamp.